Hi everyone, it's Emily and I'm back again with another 21 and Century podcast. And on this episode, I've got a really special guest. So you've heard from my sister on one episode, but on today's episode, I have my brother. So do you want to say hello? Hello. So this is my baby brother. I'm not going to say his name just to keep, you know, obviously him safe and (laughs) private online a bit like I did with my sister but my brother is 19 years old and he is adopted so we as a family we um, adopted my brother when he was two years old and yeah he's now 19 and he goes to a autism day center um, during the week so we're Currently, you're currently doing two days a week, but hopefully we're going to get up to five days a week at a National Autistic Society um, centre. So you go to a day centre, don't you? Mm. Yep. And that's really good. So I thought I'd have my brother on and we could have a little chat about his diagnosis. And we've also written out some questions, which he's got some answers to. Um, So, yeah, should we just, do you want to tell people what your diagnoses are? So you have... Um, I have autism and FASD. Mm-hmm. So my brother is autistic and he has FASD. And if you don't know what that is, it stands for Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorder. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. So that's actually a diagnosis that he got more recently. Um, but we've kind of known for quite a while um, that you had FASD or some kind of um, like traits of it, didn't we? Um, so I also actually went on a um, podcast to talk about your FASD, didn't I? So I'll link that down below as well. Um, but right, let's get straight into your questions, shall we? Yeah. So the first question I wrote out was, what are your special interests and hobbies? So do you want to tell everyone what your special interests and hobbies are? Um, one of my special interests are, um, I love tech and old things. Mm-hmm. And you're also really into like retro stuff as well, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you talk a lot to us as a family about technology all the time. You're really into Apple products, aren't you? And you talk to us lots about the updates that are coming out and you're always talking about beta aren't you beta really interests you so that's like the developer program for um like apple users that they can test out like features on and give feedback so you're really interested in that aren't you um would you say one of your special interests is football yeah so he plays football you play as part of a pan disability team at the weekends don't you so sometimes you do like football tournaments and stuff um, and who do you support football-wise? Oh, I support Man City. Yeah, do you? I think that's kind of because of our dad a bit. We don't really have a choice, do we? <laughs> right. We have to support Man City. Um, so, yeah, you're kind of tech and football, I would say, are your big things. Is that, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was a good answer. Okay. Um, what do people ask that? So, um, yeah, I think people will find it interesting to know what your FASD assessment would like. So do you, do you want to run them through? Because there was something really cool there, wasn't there? Uh, my diagnosis was really good because I had a 3D facial scan. Mm-hmm. 
on my face, which allows you to notice facial features that you might not be able to see to the naked eye. So that was really cool, wasn't it? Because they gave you a scan, like a 3D scan of your face, which was really like weird and you could see it on the screen. But like you said, it kind of picks up all these different like traits. So things like um, some people with FASD have quite thin lips, don't they? That's like a kind of trait. So they were able to pick up on that and some other like facial features. Um, and your assessment was two days. Was it two days? You went back for another day, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you went with our mum. Um, so it was quite it was quite full on, wasn't it? It was like a lot of hours. Yeah, it was a lot of hours. And I think you did really well. Like they did loads of like cognitive like stuff, didn't they? Like brain stuff, like um lots of different tasks and activities. I remember you saying when you came home. And then it took a really long time for the report to come through, didn't it? But we knew that you had FASD. I'm just going to wait because our dog is coughing. Okay, he's stopped now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it just kind of confirmed it for us, didn't it? And it helps you get access to more help and support, didn't it? So what's your next question? Go If you turn the page over. <laughs> what other things you're really good at? I can see what you've written. The things that I'm really good at is being silly. Yes, I would say that's number one. You're very good at being silly, but I think you're also really good at being very kind. You're very selfless. So you always help out around the house. You're always like unloading the dishwasher, doing the recycling, helping. Like you're really good at mowing the lawn, aren't you? Really good at that. Um, really good with like, um, like manual tasks, like painting and doing like hands-on things, I think is like one of your main strengths, isn't it? Like helping out. With DIY, like with our dad, I think that's you're really good at that, and like helping our uncle out as well, like with DIY stuff, like at his workplace, you've done that. So I think those are um, some of the things that you're really good at. What else did we ask you? Oh yeah, if there is something you could change, what would it be? If I could change anything about me, it would be loud noises. Because they really affect you, don't they? Yeah. So we went out today, we went to the co-op, didn't we? And we were, when we were walking down the road, there were some really noisy, like, motorbikes and cars and stuff. And you struggle with that. You put your hands over your ears immediately, don't you? And I think loud noises is one of your big, like, not like triggers, but, like, one of the things that you struggle with the most, isn't it? In terms of, like, sensory stuff. And... Um, you go out with your, you have a buddy, don't you? Who you go out with at the weekend, um, which is really cool. And you go out for a few hours and you always say that you struggle with the noise when you're like out and about and in crowds or like say if you want to go shopping, you struggle with the noise, don't you? Do you think there's any other like sensory stuff you struggle with or that you don't like? Um, no. <laughs> you don't think so? I'm trying to think. You're quite a like sensory seeker, aren't you? Like you seek out like sensation like you're really into like swings aren't you and stuff like you used to always be out on the swing in the garden and you're really into your music and you like you like you like loud music though don't you yeah like in your headphones you put your music up so loud I'm like that's probably gonna damage your hearing but (laughs) I think you're good with like if it's noise you can control you don't mind it do you 
Right. Yeah, exactly. Do we have any more questions? Was that all? Did you start on the first page? I think that was all of them, wasn't it? So what else are we gonna talk about? I guess. Like you wanted to come on the podcast because I think obviously our sister came on it and I thought it'd be nice for you to come on it as well. And I think like you're like we're both autistic, obviously, but our autism is very different. And I think that's like it's a really good thing because we both have different like strengths and weaknesses. We definitely both have different like sensory profiles and stuff. Um, I think like maybe like people will, it will come across in this podcast that I've probably spoken more than you have. And I think that is another thing about, you know, the struggles that you have is that my brother is a bit more nonverbal than I am, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, and you struggle, I think, like you struggle with like social stuff, which I do as well, but we struggle in like slightly different ways. And I think that's something that we want to come across is that every person is different obviously but every person with autism is very different and struggles with stuff um like very differently but um yeah was there anything else you wanted to say like I think you're enjoying going to like your day center aren't you because you went um, my brother went to mainstream primary school and then he went to a special secondary school and now he's at a national autistic society day center which is really cool and it's like there's quite a few of you isn't there and you go like from half nine to like three half two so it's like a kind of almost school day format isn't it yeah Yeah. and what would you say is the best thing about going to the center i would say best thing is um everything about everything about just the whole thing I think it'll be good, like, when COVID, like, when maybe the UK opens up a little bit more, because then, like, they used to, like, before you joined, they'd go out and do, like, like, they'd go and get stuff for cooking and things like that. And, um, like, they do lots of, like, life skills, don't they? And, like, stuff on relationships and social skills and stuff. But obviously you haven't really experienced it that much because of COVID. So maybe you'll be able to do more cooking because you like cooking yeah someone like one of the like ladies in the office who you don't really see that much you told me that they you heard a bark once didn't you and that they have a sausage dog and I really want to meet the sausage dog so I'm hoping when things you know maybe kind of settle down in terms of COVID I'll be able to come in and see a sausage dog because I really want a sausage dog I'm so excited (laughs) I want to meet it so what would you say that you want people to know about FASD? Um, I'd like them to know um, that I know that everyone who has it mm. might not have diagnosis and might struggle to understand or might not know that whether they have it or not. Mm. So I just want them to know that it makes them different in different ways. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you special if you have it. 
yeah, definitely. And I think even, you know, there's lots of different struggles with FASD and it really does overlap with autism. But even like in terms of mental health as well, like you've struggled with your mental health and so have I. And it's just all these like comorbid things that can overlap and can affect, you know, how you live and stuff. But you have come such a long way and you are almost 20 which is insane and you've grown up so quick and you're still my baby brother even though you're 19 um but I'm so excited to see how like I don't know like the adult world like I think you're gonna learn some really good skills at this day center and maybe one day you'll live like in a residential place and I think that'll be super exciting for you in terms of like being independent and stuff like that um so yeah I think it's really good what you said about you know FASD it's a bit like autism everyone is very different with FASD but yeah is there anything else that you wanted to say um oh um I want to say that um when I was first told that I had Mm-hmm. I found it quite obsessive. Yeah. But then I learned to understand it a bit more. Mm-hmm. And the more I understood it, the less upset I was. Yeah, exactly. And I totally get that it's upsetting to know because because really what it, the diagnosis tells you is that your birth mum drunk when she was pregnant and that is upsetting. But you have done so well to accept the diagnosis and grow from it. And I think even just like me and you both having autism is really cool because we both get the same things or we get if somewhere's loud or... And I know I don't have the same like FASD diagnosis, but I think like in terms of sensory stuff, like we both understand each other. And I can appreciate when you you know, get a bit worried when you're out and about and stuff like that. But I think that's a very big thing for you to say, to say, you know, it was upsetting because it's a big it's a big thing to be told. But everyone said to you at your diagnosis how kind and thoughtful and lovely you were and what, you know, privilege it was to meet you and to speak to you for those two days. Like, everyone came back with such nice feedback, like all your assessors were like, oh he's so lovely he's you know (laughs) he's so like um interested in like tech and stuff like that and they could really see what your strengths were so I think there were you know really good points to take from it as well do you think that yeah yeah well I've read um, like a massive like book about all the different stuff around FASD Mm. And all the like symptoms and struggles mm-hmm. and stories from other people mm-hmm. and all the different facial features and that. And I've, I think that anyone who has it, I know they're different. But I just want them to know that. It um, makes them unique mm-hmm. and not that different from everyone else yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. 
that's a really good way of putting it. I think everyone, no matter whether or not they have a diagnosis of something, is struggling with stuff in life. But just like you said, having a diagnosis of FASD, it confirms things for you, but it also, you know, you are unique and you do have struggles and you have good days, don't you? You have really good days, but you also have bad days. You know, sometimes your mental health gets on top of you and that's okay. And sometimes you are frustrated that you have FASD and that you are autistic. And, you know, so, you know, so am I. Some days I'm like, oh, why do I have to struggle? But you're exactly right. It makes you unique and it makes you, you. And I wouldn't want to change you. And I don't think our family would ever want to change you. I don't, I don't think they'd want to change me either. You know, it makes us who we are, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you think there's anything else we should have, we should say? Um, no. Don't think so. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, it was really nice that you wanted to sit down and have a chat. And I know it can be a bit difficult to like sit in front of a microphone and record something. So it's nice that we could do this. I think doing uh, like this is a lot less than doing um, front of fans because <laughs> I wouldn't really mind. I would not like that either. I don't think I'd ever be able to do a podcast in front of a thousand people. <laughs> It'd be scary. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say bye to everyone? Uh, bye. <laughs>